0: Greetings and welcome to the podcast show Touching People for Heaven with your host, <laughs> yours truly, preacher John. God bless you my friend. Thank you very much for being here and for listening. Just a quick side note here. Shows can also be heard anytime at podcast, it's P O D C A S T podcast.jc my initials x 221 as ACTS Acts 221 blog all right, so let's get started. This is episode number nine and is titled Remembered the Word of Jesus, Matthew 26, 75. Today is Tuesday, January 15th, 2019, and all is well, and the light is in the ca- window or I'll leave the light on for you or however that used to go (laughs) and I gotta remember to stop clapping my hands because when I clap my hands the needle on the dial in front of me goes all over the place and as you can also tell I've turned my volume up a little bit I'm hoping that I'm not talking too loud it almost looks like I am according to this little graph in front of me Hopefully tomorrow or the next day, I'll be able to record on a brand new microphone and a new microphone stand with a uh, all the different gadgets you need to uh, record a little smoother, a little nicer re- sounding to, to the recording. Of course, it won't make my stumbling around any better, but uh, it may sound a little better as I stumble along. <laughs> all right. let's get to our verse, Matthew 26, 75, reading from the King James Version. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. And he went out and wept bitterly. You know, um, this, this is really a This verse is, um, part of an entire passage of scripture and without going into all the detail, we know that this is where Jesus was starting to be, uh, judged before he went to the cross. So it was a very, um, tumultuous time. It was a very emotional time. It was, it was a dark time for the, uh, for the world and, uh, so I just picked this one little verse out because this is the verse that, that came to me. And so I just want you to know that it's, it's always best to read the verses uh, prior to this verse, 2675, and the verses after that verse because there's about two chapters here that tell the story uh, of the passion of the Christ. Uh, and it's, it, um, If you read it from your heart it will um, it'll make you emotional it re- it really will uh, that is if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and that you know that you received him as your Savior you received him uh, uh, and uh, you're born again so anyways, so the moment I read this verse today, I knew this was going to be the verse for the, the day's memorization and writing it doesn't always happen that way. Normally, I don't know the day's verse until after I've done the rest of the school homework, which takes me about an hour a day to do my school homework with uh, GEC uh, Bible School. GEC stands for Gospel Evangelist Church Bible School. I don't know why today is different, though. I think this verse has many pieces for all of us to look at and think about. Another thing that comes to my mind is all the preaching I've heard in 45 years of being with Jesus? I mean, how many sermons have I heard? How many messages have I listened to? How many scriptures have been read from the preacher? You know, it seems like a, an impossible number to calculate. You know, 45 years is a long time to be doing what I'm doing. Then I think, well, what do I have to offer? then suddenly there's an odd thing that happens. I'm given a verse that I can't remember anyone ever preaching on. Of course, probably all the verses have been preached on, but there are many that we hear over and over and over again. That is what gets to me. I mean, really, there are 31,102 verses in the King James Bible. I mean, think about it, (laughs) 31,000. Why do preachers have to keep preaching the same ones? You know, I don't know the answer. I I really don't. Preachers can't uh, can't preachers pick a different verse than everyone else uh than everyone else is preaching. You know, but that's just me. I I like to be different and not like anybody else. I know that sounds kind of odd, but I hope that's okay with you. And if it's not, well, I'm sorry, I won't change to fit people's agenda. I'm here for God's agenda and His Word and His works and to do, the, to do uh, ministry to the people for Jesus Christ. So when I think of preaching, I get nervous because I begin thinking, well, what will people think of me? Isn't that stupid? Man. You know, folks, that sin nature inside that we war against daily. Listen, don't allow the sin nature inside us to take over. No. Allow your spirit to rise up within you. Take hold of the Word of God and proclaim its victory over sin in your life. Amen? Okay, enough. Let's get into today's verse. What was it again? Let's put it right here. Okay. (laughs) Uh, it's Matthew twenty six seventy five. Matthew twenty six seventy five. I'll read it again. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly, bitterly, wept bitterly. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? And wept bitterly, man. <laughs> my mind just started thinking about weeping bitterly. What stands out to me in this first part is Peter remembered the word of Jesus. My first thought was my prayers for people. Yeah, really, a part of what I pray is for the Holy Spirit to quicken the word that has been sown in people's heart. Let people remember the word they heard on the radio on TV, or read in an article, or read in a magazine, or saw on a billboard, even when reading a gospel track. Every word the word was given. Let that come alive in their hearts, Lord. Let them remember, Lord, your word. Save them, Lord, with your word. Satan, I bind you from stealing the word of God from people's heart. Lord, I loose your angels to come alongside and help the people to remember your word, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. and Thank you for continually giving and watching over your word, making sure it will perform like it's intended to. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Wow. You know, I wasn't uh, planning on writing a prayer out, but that is pretty close to how I pray sometimes. I know the word of Jesus is going out everywhere to call people to repentance and remission of sin. I also know that Satan and his devils are constantly working to steal, to kill, and to destroy the work or the word of Jesus in people's heart. Folks, if you're saved, and I hope you are, please, I beg you, pray for people in your life. And people you don't know. And for people you see every day in your life. Pray and pray. You know, this is talking to God. And God is listening. Truly, He is, my friend. He will not turn a deaf ear to you. I don't care what's going on. God is listening to you. He really, really is. Believe that. So don't, um, don't try to be fancy. Just be you. Be the person God made you to be. Don't be your preacher. Don't be your minister or the guy or gal down the street. Please don't try to be me. Be you. You are the one Jesus died for. You are so important that when you got saved, the angels in heaven rejoiced. And shouted and praised the Lord for your salvation. You are very important. You are. Believe it. However, I'm not talking about pride. I'm also not talking about the world's psychology of self love. That is wicked and prideful. We are to humble ourselves. We are nothing without Jesus. That is a fact, and one that the world denies. Just listen to the secular motivational speakers, or even listen to the spiritual motivational preachers. They'll all tell you to love yourself, love you, and they'll tell you scriptures that are twisted to fit their message. Folks, remember to read and listen the to the Bible and study the Bible write the Bible, pray the Bible for yourself know the word of Jesus for yourself okay so again Matthew 26 75 I'll read it again and Peter remembered the word of Jesus which said unto him before the cock crow thou shalt deny me thrice and he went out and wept bitterly. Here, the word of Jesus was clearly remembered. Peter even heard in his memory the sound of Jesus' voice when he spoke these words to Peter. Peter didn't believe them when Jesus told him. In fact, Peter really got upset and claimed he would never deny him. Matthew 26, 34 says, Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee that this night, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. In Matthew twenty-six thirty-five, it says, Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise, all said of all the disciples. Now, just a side note here that... Uh, when Jesus was captured, all the disciples fled. That was yesterday's podcast. The sheep, the flock, the sheep of the, uh, the, the flock were scattered. That's exactly what happened here. All the disciples, when Jesus was captured, fled and were scattered abroad. So what do you think of that? This is Peter, Jesus' top dog. And even he messed up and denied Jesus. Peter even cursed and swore. Matthew twenty six seventy four. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. Can we be any better than Peter? If you said yes, beep, wrong answer. Will you be better than Peter? If you said no, beep, possible wrong answer. Shall you be better than Peter? If you said, I don't know, yay, right answer. So why is that a right answer? Well, think about it. How would you react in the same situation as Peter found himself? Would you be different because you read the story? Or how about the fact that you're born again? Or how about that the fact that you read the entire New Testament? You see all this doesn't matter. Peter was with Jesus day and night for 3 years. He ate and slept and walked with Jesus and probably even had morning coffee with him every morning. <laughs> I don't know, but you know you get the idea. This is why each need each of us need to watch and pray. Matthew 26:41 Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak and here too Mark 13:33 Take ye heed watch and pray for you know not when the time is you know every day has what it has and we can't change that I don't care what the gurus say, they're wrong. Even Jesus said, Matthew six twenty-seven, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? You see, all that fancy talk of how good you are is foolishness to God. He knows who you are, and even because of this, God still loves you, and he laid his life down for you. That, my friends is a wonderful and loving God. Wow, (laughs) touches my heart because uh, I am so grateful for what Jesus did for me. I hope you're grateful too, my friend. I hope so. I hope, I hope, I hope. Look at this again in Matthew 26, 75. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him before the cock crow, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Sometimes, um, we all go out and weep bitterly. Excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) Wipe the tears out of my eyes here as I speak. (sighs) I apologize. I don't mean to show too much emotion on these podcasts, but it's like I just can't help it. (laughs) Because this is important to me. What I'm reading, what I'm writing... What I'm doing what I'm speaking is the world to me. Because I truly am doing all I can in my life to touch people for heaven. My whole life is dedicated to leading people to Jesus Christ. That's all I live for. I don't live for anything but that. Nothing is more important to me than leading another person to Jesus Christ. That, to me, is so important. And what I write here is important because it is touching people for heaven. It touches me, folks. and I'm the one reading it, but it touches me. So, you know, sometimes we all go out and weep bitterly. Life is not what we imagine it to be sometimes, or rather all the time. But let me say this about weeping. God created in us the ability to cry. God wants us to cry. Crying is actually a miracle in action, in real time. Crying does something inside our bodies that helps us, because crying is so important to a great life in the Lord. There are those who want to destroy our ability to cry. How many times if you're a guy. Have you heard, real men don't cry. Stop crying. You cry, baby. You're you're such a sissy. You know, all that talk, you see, that is from the devil. If he can steal your physical ability to cry, he's got your life in his hands. Let me tell you, I cry easily, (laughs) as you could readily hear and see, or hear, (laughs) and I cry often. I've been ridiculed all my life for crying, starting from my mom when I was a child. She would belittle me and shame me to stop crying. And I don't know why. I've had friends in and out of my life who put me down for crying. Can you see it? This is how Satan works. We should not be foolish to the schemes of our enemy. Know how Satan operates. Don't be naive in thinking if you just ignore him, that he will not bother you or be involved in your life. About the only way to get Satan out of your life is to deny Jesus Christ and turn your back on your Savior, Jesus Christ. Will you do that? The answer is an emphatic no. There you go, my friends. Know that Jesus loves you. Accept his love. Follow after his peace. And cry when you need to. I love you, my friend. Have a good day.